What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode number 33 of Connection is Magic. This week's guest, we got Emily Morwin in the building. She's an incredible yoga teacher and founder of Moto Yoga Studios LA. There's three locations. We get into what it was like for her in the early days, building this thing from nothing, not having huge financial backing and having to fly by the seat of her pants, sleeping at the studio. We also get into how yoga parallels life and the takeaways from being on your mat in difficult poses and how that can resemble life's challenges and trusting that that pose is not going to last forever. Just like whatever challenge we find ourselves faced with in life is not going to last forever. What a needed message right now. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. I think this is going to be helpful to a lot of folks. And here we go. Welcome everybody to Connection is Magic. I'm your host, Samson Shulman, a former music executive turned podcaster and coach. In a world obsessed with the highlight reel and keeping our difficulties hidden behind the curtain, we end up feeling lonely and isolated, and opportunities for human connection are missed. On this podcast, we dive deep with our guests and get them to share those dreaded, unfiltered pieces. We learn how to make lemonade out of life's lemons and realize adversity isn't sent to break us, but rather shape us into the greatest versions of ourselves. We appreciate you spending some time with us. Now let's begin our journey back home to connection. Ladies and gentlemen, you're about to be blessed. <laughs> Today we have Emily Morwin. You got it. As our guest for episode number 33. Thank you for making this happen in this amazing yoga studio of yours. And we're like mid pandemic still. So I'm like, we need to talk to a yoga instructor uh. right now. <laughs> oh, so yeah. How long have you run your like lovely moto studios here in LA? Um, well, we opened La Brea, which is where we are right now in, uh, 2011. Okay. It's like almost been, almost been 10 years. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. How quickly was like the growing of it? Because I found you just through some people I was with telling me how awesome it was. And I'm like, Word of mouth, like, is king, right? Because I'm like, oh, yeah. my God, this place sounds amazing. I'm going to go check it out. And then I came and I was so sold. But, yeah. Now I want to know. Just, yes, I'll answer your question in just a sec. But <laughs> when did you start coming? That's a good question, actually. So it was 15. 2015? Yes. Okay. It was 2015. Um, do you remember what class you did for the first time? Um, there was... Uh, em- Emily Buck, does that sound yeah, right? Okay. She was super oh, rad. Emily Buck. Hi, Emily Buck, if you're listening to Shout this. out, Emily. <laughs> She's in Canada. <laughs> She's in Squamish, I think. Oh my God, what better place to do the <laughs> pandemic than in Canada, though? Right? She's ahead of us. <laughs> um, so yeah, how was the growing of the studio? It was very, very grassroots. Like, we, it, we always joke, like, um, Dina, you know Dina, obviously, my lovely um and wonderful partner. wonderful person wonderful yeah. person we um we had no idea if anyone was going to show up we literally like you know we're both canadians like transplanted in la and we had this dream and we felt really excited about it and we d- you know we we truly didn't know if anyone would show up um you know, we didn't know if people were going to be into hot yoga. Like It is L.A. It. You had that going for you a little bit, though, right? But you were still well, nervous, even you know, though L.A. is oh, like totally. the yoga. I mean, okay, everyone cool. told us that, the, like, you know, the, the common thing was that the market is saturated, right? Like, we got that a lot uh, when we were when we were like, 
you know, just like really excited and, and telling people about it. And that was a thing that people said a lot. Like, are you worried that it's super saturated? And, you know, we've, we had seen a lot of like studios kind of open and close on the West side. And, and certainly the West side has a lot of yoga studios, but For sure. anyway, we sort of just like kept going with, with, with our, you know, what it is that we wanted to, to create. And we, I, we did a free week. So we had like, I had this old, um, like, you know, wood board, like the particle board that, you know, it was around during construction. Maybe it's not particle board. I but got like the vision. Wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I had like spray painted like free week starting blah, blah, blah. Like and and put it, propped it up on the window and basically just like stood outside and... Like garage sale lemonade oh, it was, stand it was level. like a five-year-old <laughs> garage sale. Like, I got yeah, the lemonade. visual of SpongeBob, SpongeBob SquarePants for some reason. <laughs> it's but, yeah. literally just like, yeah. I, and, <laughs> so funny. Um, and, I, and so while I did it while I was outside and so people would walk by and I would tell them about the studio and sometimes I would get give him a little tour. And so people, I think, just started to walk by and there's not much happening in this neighborhood at that time. I don't know if you remember, like, you know, 10 years ago, it was mostly just car dealerships, but a lot of people live around here. So Fair. some people would walk by and, and um, yeah. And so we just, and then we like handed out the horrible I'm sure maybe they weren't horrible, but I think we've hopefully evolved since then in, in terms of our, our graphics, <laughs> our graphic design Everybody skills. starts but somewhere, like, though. Yeah, yeah, like very basic little postcards that we would give to anyone and everyone that If you we saw met. those now, would you be embarrassed of like no. the quality or would you be I okay mean, with it? I mean, I probably wouldn't put it out there as yeah. like, but yeah, all that stuff. I mean, it, Dina and I laugh because sometimes everyone, so we'll, with like our signage will pop up. I mean, we had... Yeah, like it was, it was, it was, maybe we pulled it off as cute. I would pay I money know. for that first, like, you know, cardboard thing <laughs> that, you put know, out there. We, That'd be I so cool to still, have. Yeah, it was, it was my artistic skills. <laughs> pretty solid there. No. Uh, yeah, we, I used a stencil. It was pretty funny. We opened, um, we, we had, well, yeah, like it was, it was Dina, myself and two teachers at the time. And, um, the night before, we basically pulled an all-nighter because um, we didn't have our final permits yet. We'd announced, every, again, we didn't know if anyone was coming, but we'd announced our opening day. I had nothing <laughs> to lose I love at that. that point. I love that. I, I was like, you know, I had, yeah, I had nothing to lose. Like, I, I, I it was just sort of like kind of all, we were all all in. Like if I were to go back knowing what I know now and like after 10 years of experience, mm. I probably wouldn't have had as much um, like guts, if that's what you want to call it. Because like, you know, once you know more, like you, you maybe don't um, make the same kind of choices. But we were just like leap and the net will show up somehow truthfully to the point where we were like, we didn't even have permits to open up until very late the night before. Wow. We were building our little Ikea furniture. We were putting up like, like the retail that we had had. We were figuring out how to use our, like (laughs) our software. We, our heat panels weren't even working. Like we were just kind of, kind of like flying by the seat of our pants. Sure enough, the next day we opened, we had like people showed up. Um, and the very first class that we had, actually Dina taught the first class 
there was no heat. The heat didn't work. So we were like, hot yoga, yay. And there was no heat. So Dina did like a bunch of like jumping jacks, <laughs> I feel like, to get people sweaty. But um, yeah, we were just kind of like, we had, yeah, high, like, so I always say that um, we, we were built on passion and adrenaline passion and adrenaline and then we had to kind of grow into um something that was a little more sane and sustainable like over over the long you know like the the marathon version of of that um you're making a good point there by the way I don't want to gloss over it too fast like the (laughs) that level of intensity or insanity or if you want to use both words for that isn't sustainable yeah it's a sprint So you need to transition it Mm -hmm. somehow. Yeah. We were really learning kind of on the fly. And I, I, uh, like we didn't have any staff. So you think now like you come to the studio and there's, there's like someone who's at the desk and there's someone who uh, is like helping to clean and there's a teacher. And so if you, if you (laughs) just imagine like we had no staff, so we would just, the teacher would unlock the door, let you in, you know, put you into the computer and then like, you know, sometimes lock the door when they go to teach the class and we would mop the floor and, and we'd be full. But it was, it was super fun. And we just lived here. We totally lived. We had a, that that up there, that you, you know the ladder that's around the corner. There's yes, a, there's yes, a weird yes. Ladder. I've seen that. If you crawl up the ladder, there's like a little attic. We used to have a bed, up, the wow. mattress up there. We just like, I, I mean, I mostly would be here like an embarrassing amount of time every single day, but it was super fun, and. Um, like I said, I did everything. I was like the memberships manager. I, you know, the, like I did all the, I wrote all the newsletters. <laughs> just, so yeah, it was like uh, full on. Um, and, and, uh, um, it's almost yeah. like in small towns. It's like, you know, the, the exactly, judge is the doctor. Exactly. The this, exactly. The, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the teacher, the, but yeah, we did to answer your question, long roundabout way of answering your question. We, we've, we, caught really busy really quickly and it was all word of mouth because we didn't um I I don't we've we've almost never actually advertised and I don't know that's probably not a a smart thing I'm not sure if like I didn't I didn't go to business school let's just say I went to theater school so I don't know I guess you're supposed to have a marketing budget we did not we didn't um we didn't even have enough money to finish paying for the build so we didn't know how we were going to finish paying our contractor well you mean we, it, like, had had to to, wor- it had to work so you could pay to. that basically it had yeah, to yeah. yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't say to someone oh yeah open a, a big <laughs> you know open a open a, a a brick and mortar without any kind of funds to like support any sort of operation mm. um let alone your your build but we dig into stories like that on this podcast though because aren't those like the best stories to dive into and find out about don't we appreciate totally. people that do that? Totally. I yeah. think so. Because, like, dude, so. we're on a spinning rock in outer space. Like, right? really? Like, can we just take a shot? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Why like, the f-, f not? We make up all these rules of what it needs to look like yeah. and how to keep ourselves safe. And this time, COVID right now, is teaching us 
why the fuck not? I feel like that's a wonderful segue. I just want to timestamp that and say one of the most incredible things about coming here, and I've had you as a teacher. You're phenomenal, by the way. Oh, thank you. One of the things I was looking forward to talking to you about was the wisdom that one could find practicing yoga and how being on the mat mirrors life so much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're in this crazy stressful pose and you're like about to like, you feel like your body's about to break, but like you just kind of <laughs> ride it out and then you get into your next pose and you're like, <sighs> and I feel like life presents us with so many of those moments. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, well, I think a hundred percent that pre- I, I mean, I say it a lot in class that, the practice is literally training for this. Mm. It's training for a global pandemic. <laughs> it's a 401k for resiliency. It's, yeah, in a way. okay. I like that too. <laughs> That's like a t-shirt. No, but it is, it, it's train. it's rehearsal for, for life. And as we know, life is not smooth. It's like the, the, you know, a lot of things that are unpredictable. We happen to be in a really intense time where we're facing like unpredictability and on such a, such an intense level never before in our lifetimes has has it been at this level right yeah Yeah. so i think like the practice itself is if you whittle it down to a really simple kind of but profound um thing is that it it's hopefully what we're doing is we're learning how to come back to our bodies right and that's a way of coming back to present and finding our breath inside of our bodies within the moments of trigger, within the moments of challenge. When, like, and, and identifying how the body responds in the moments of trigger or challenge. So noticing when your body tightens, noticing the thoughts that pop up, like mm-hmm. just really generating, cultivating more awareness. And within that, the ability to come back to your body and your breath. Mm. So it's like we use the conditions, the manufactured conditions within the class. We almost intentionally bring our, our, ourselves into stress, controlled stress, so that we can practice working with our nervous systems within that space. And so, hey, COVID, <laughs> I mean, this is like <laughs> we are completely just in this limbo space let's talk a little bit about that because okay. now we've been <laughs> in the pandemic for uh nine eight years <laughs> it eight feels years. like eight years <laughs> yeah. i feel like i've become three different versions of myself between february <laughs> and <Yeah>. now <laughs> yes you relate I, to I that a little that bit too. okay yeah. cool yeah there's been a lot of, a lot yeah a lot of changes so then uh, like sticking with this sort of idea like you have done yoga for so long. Like you've been on the training ground to prepare for something like this. Do you find yourself not doing it perfectly and getting frazzled? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) no, I practice yoga perfectly and I do life just like I do yoga. No, no. I I mean, first of all, I come from a background of like intense anxiety Mm. and like um, insomnia and, and, part of my like I think what was it in your family me, even like and it's I would of, I would yeah. say so yeah. yeah but I definitely probably took it to another level and so like as a teenager I, I had a lot of I, I 
I really struggled with anxiety. For me, I think that's one of the one of the things that drew me to it. Is it really really helped me with that. It helped me to sleep better. It helped me to really find ways to con- connect with my my body in a way, or like really uh, almost like commune with my nervous system. For sure. I mean, um, I'm getting like they say, um, uh, invent uh, necessity is the mother of invention. Have you heard that? And I'm getting a little bit of that, like you needed to find something to deal with mm-hmm. your out of control anxiety at that age, yeah. basically. Right. And yeah, there weren't totally. a lot of options at that point that you could see. Right. You know, my mom always said that I had, I came into the world with a really sensitive nervous system. Wow. And, uh, and so I very easily can, can, yeah, get very, very emotional and, very kind of heightened and if if I if I can channel it it can be really creative and can be really um powerful but if I if I let it overtake it can be debilitating and it can you know amount in an you know panic attack right Mm -hmm. so um I think that that if I look back over the years my capacity for handling hard things has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, so, yeah, I still definitely meet those edges a lot. Um, mm. But but their edge <laughs> the edge keeps moving. If that makes sense, it the edge does. keeps like kind of kind of going farther and farther. Um, it's a great way to put it. Yeah. yeah, I almost feel like so. It's like uh, back to the mat. It's like you can hold that warrior pose a little bit longer yeah. before your body starts to give out on you or whatever. Well, yeah. And it's like the, you know, that's why I love, um, something like the, like the moto class, which is a series and, and it is, you see, you know, while you're repeating shapes and this is the power of repetition, you see how you change and how the poses evolve. And in fact, like, I think it starts off, you start off feeling well, first of all, your first class feels like you died <laughs> in the room. You left like part of your body. I and can so vouch on for that. that. But then, and then it almost feels like there's almost like, oh, this is kind of easy, like like the moto class. And then, as you start to refine your awareness in your body, it becomes harder again. And then it gets a little easier. And then you refine a little bit more. And then it gets harder again. And and it just kind of goes, it 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 travels the path with you Mm. and so as you find the little like new more nuances you discover different elements and then you kind of work past your physical body and then you start to shift into like more subtle body and you start to kind of peel off the layers of you know get into the depth of the practice um beyond the beyond the physical like so. an onion almost like an yeah. onion there you go. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to go cliche <laughs> on you like an onion <laughs> um, what is something that you've called in to your life during this whole pandemic what is something that you've let go of oh okay i've been calling in i would say daily trust always, but there was just something different about having to let go of my habitual response, which is to like work, you know, just to like go 
a hundred percent, you know, all in, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't, I had two kids that, okay, that I, one was zooming, uh, preschool. And then I had, I have a one and a half year old who at the time was one or less than one. Um, and we were home. And so like my day was full with children. So I would, you know, I would like, they would nap and, um, you know, my husband and I would like, okay, do the dishes, do the laundry. And then I would like try to sneak in some work or like sneak in a little, like five minutes of yoga. And then like, you know, at 10 o'clock at night, the same thing. Your, your bandwidth was that was low that you couldn't yeah. even do more than like five minutes of sometimes, yoga some days. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wow. yeah. And if I, sometimes if I got five minutes, it was, I was like, it felt amazing. <laughs> and so like, I just had to, yeah, I had to surrender. I had to, I had to trust. Mm. So back to the word trust, I've been like really trying to call that, call that in. Um, and, uh, and then letting go of the need to know and understand because that you can't. And, and it's the weirdest way to run a business because there's no roadmap. You, you're, you're showing up every single day. I mean, you do create a roadmap and then that roadmap changes every single day. In, in, in a much bigger way than it ever did before. Cause it always obviously changes. You create a plan and you create a roadmap, finance, whatever projections. And like you work backwards from that and, and then things change and you adjust, but the level of change, how do you handle that? Like, are you attached to these outcomes when you're strategizing? Like, let's do this or do that. Uh, you know, how do you fare when it doesn't go the way you hoped it would? A lot of tears, mm -hmm. A lot of, uh, there have been a lot, there's been a lot of grieving. I have, I have, I have kind of, I've given a hundred percent, worked really hard for 10 years on these studios. Mm -hmm. And, uh, right before the pandemic, you know, in fact, like the day before we, we closed the studios, we had a meeting and we cheersed each other for just having kind of gotten over some major humps. We, we, it was like the first time we had the feeling of heads above water and like we had a little bit caught, caught up with ourselves. A few years ago, 2017, we opened East and West I did know and, that. Yeah, Venice and, and Silver Lake, And they right? were kind of like mm -hmm. twins. They opened up very close to each other. East was supposed to open years prior, but it got delayed. So we we just had this really intense uh, few years because we had to first grow into <laughs> three studios, from one to three studios. And you had newborns had, at this point, by the I way? I had a newborn baby yeah you're a and, superstar uh, man I don't know wow. I, let's talk a, a, adrenaline and passion and adrenaline once again but <laughs> I, which I don't recommend for the long haul but yeah and so we had like and again like not having all of our ducks in a row like every I mean the more business owners I talk to the more I understand though that like no one really has unless you're like a corporation or with like a lot of backing, like we're small business. Like we, we literally like we're flying by the seat of our pants. And so like, 
There was a huge amount of effort that went into building the three communities and teachers were flying in from other places because we didn't have enough teachers. Mm. And anyway, like long story long (laughs) is um, we finally felt like we could take a deep breath, (laughs) which is ironic because we are yoga teachers. But we were like, (laughs) wow. And we we had gone through so many moments throughout those years of like, are we going to make it? Are we going to make it another day? This whole thing could fall apart moments yes. pre-pandemic, yes. of course. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. So many things. So many things where it could have gone a different direction mm. and somehow we figured it out. And somehow it, 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 like one little thing led to another. And so we arrived at this place, this moment in time where we, we literally cheers each other and we're like, wow. We're really proud of I ourselves. I feel so bad hearing you say that because I feel I, like the pandemic was like a week was after you cheers. the next day that we closed. It was weird. It was almost like that night and into the morning it became clear what we had to do. Like we knew the pandemic was happening, but I don't know if you remember like that week before there was like, it was sort of like out of sight, out of mind. Like it was sort of a weird thing and then... I don't know, there was something that happened the next day where we were just like, we need to close. We don't know what's going on, but something about this isn't right and we're just, we we need to close. We were starting to have a more sustainable and functioning, less of that marathon um, approach 10 years in. So the day before we closed was the day that we had that cheers. Yes. Then we closed which was the day before we were supposed to take all of our teachers from all three studios on a teacher retreat. To Bali or somewhere? No, 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 no. Like like in California. So we had like set the studios up to function while we were gone. Yeah. And then, and then the day before we closed, like I said, was the moment where we, we had a moment of recognition of like, ah, things are, wow. We're so proud of ourselves. We're so proud of each other. We're proud of like, like we did it. We like, we're here. And things are looking, things, things feel good. And, uh, and, then, and then the next day we announced that we were closing very quickly. And then we were supposed to go to Lake Arrowhead with all of our teachers and have this really fun weekend together. And all of it just stopped. And so the grief has been around, has been around so much of like what, it was, was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What to, it, yeah. Go ahead. Can I bring in a heavy moment for a second? Sure. That was kind of heavy, but I'll bring in another <laughs> heavy moment. Like, as you're saying, it almost feels like it's not just to me because when I was coming here in 2015, like my life was literally falling apart at the seams in every department. It was like my lowest point wow. in my entire life. And you guys were literally like, my one shining light that like literally got me through. I like want to tear up as I'm saying this, like you guys got me through about a year and a half that was just pitch black. And, and I just want to debt of gratitude to you because, um, I was, and I'm not exaggerating. I mean, right here, this room that's 30 feet away from us, I would be crying on my mat, like mid pose, you know, Uh, that's how hard it was, um, for a year and a half. 
And so thank you for keeping me going. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I do. Re- I remember. Yeah. I remember and seeing you and feeling like the, but yeah, I mean, it's such a brave thing to show up when you're in, when it's pitch black to show up on your mat because mm. you have to face yourself. You have to, you have to let your, your body like feel. And, uh, yeah, I d- all, t- all, all I'm saying is that I could, I remember there were moments of intensity for you. Yeah. Like in, yeah. back then, um, and I'm not alone in that. I'm, I'm thinking how many other souls came through here that were going through a divorce or a horrible breakup yeah. or the loss of a career. Like, yeah. right. It just sucks that like now you're having to struggle. Ultimately, I think it's going to be like most horrible, dark periods in my life. Like that period actually was I was in the cocoon. Right. And it literally broke me open to become the butterfly. Right. Like, I feel like I'm the best I've ever been. Wow. Thanks to that. Right. And that's always the case. If only we could. I I sometimes will talk about that in class where it's like the hindsight of the like once you've like crossed over the 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 darkest parts and into the the breakthrough, which is I think always mm. on the other end of the breakdown. Ninety nine point right? nine. I feel like Maybe. yeah. I feel like yeah. <laughs> um, but you you can't. Sometimes you can't sense that um, when you're in it. It's hard to. to I mean, feel this that. would be the time to share this quote. I just posted this quote that's just lovely. Okay. We delight in the beauty of the butterfly, but rarely admit the changes it has gone through mm. to achieve that beauty. Oh, I'm gonna have to get that from you that's nice i'll send that to you right because it's like we we like glorify we think that like you know we we see people who who seem like they have their shit together and you know we assume that like oh they were just born that way that's just like you know but like anyone who has um we're all guilty uh, of it, it, by the way, yeah, because when you are. shared your little SpongeBob SquarePants, we put like the stencil uh-huh, up there. Uh-huh. For some reason, I thought you just got here and it was just high flying because that seemed like, you know, when I was around then, it just feels everything. There's this energy to mm-hmm. it, this buzzingness. I was like, man, it seemed like, but to know your backstory yeah, yeah. is... A lot of tears. Yeah. A lot of tears, but a lot of laughter. Like it was all kind of mixed into one. Um, a lot of A lot of moments where it was like, can, I don't know if I take one more step <laughs> forward, that kind of thing. But Thank you for sharing the, that. the community though, like, and people like you coming in and, and it's just, it, yeah, that, that energy that sort of circulates, like I, it, it was interesting. It's almost like how people talk, you know, how, how, how you feel about your, your kid, you nurture this kid. And then eventually this kid starts to nurture you. It's like, I put everything into the, the, this studio, these studios. And, and certainly there are so many times when I walked into these studios in, in a, a pretty broken place. And then, and then I walk in and feel just like really lifted up. So Mm. like I have been the recipient of that as well. That's beautiful. Um, So the podcast is called Connection is Magic for oh, a reason because yeah. it is magic. <laughs> it is. You know, but it's only magic when we drop the veil and let ourselves truly be seen. I think mm-hmm. that's otherwise like there's a veil and we can't fully connect. And I yeah. think like you were alluding to just a second ago, like 
you know, people that I got every, they got their shit together and they're doing wonderful, but like behind the scenes, like it could just be like totally in shambles. And I feel like, I think the messiness is just such a natural part and okay part of life. Like not only is it okay, but it ultimately can serve a greater purpose for our lives. Like I've seen that happen so many times and I just am passionate about the platform because I want to talk about struggle and adversity and, and people coming through that as better versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. That's something that means a lot to me. Yeah. I was reading that on your, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that so much. Thank you. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Interesting times. <laughs> it is interesting times. So let's, let's wind it down with this. So where do you feel like <laughs> if you, you got a crystal, crystal ball around here somewhere, like, mm-hmm. do you think, <laughs> cause here's what I'll say, like, as for the individual, so is for the collective, I hope. And so we're talking about these like cocoon moments of the caterpillar becoming the butterfly. Could the world be in that moment right now collectively in mm. your opinion yeah i th- i i think so i think i think that people are getting shaken out of their comfortability in all aspects i mean i don't know that ever in history has there been more conversation around social justice and like the the economic divide um you know we're we're talking about um climate change i think in in new and very real ways um and then also on a personal level people are 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 really i think asking themselves what is important to Mm. them because i think in some ways everyone with all of this uncertainty everyone is um has has at has at one moment or another or many moments faced their own mortality, mm. right? Which is Shavasana. That's corpse pose. You're, you're letting go. And Supposedly the hardest the, pose you guys say, but I don't know if that's true. <laughs> well, in that you're still, your body's still, right? Yeah. So if you're, whatever you're feeling, you're going to feel it in a big way. Um, and that, that's it right there. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And the, and, and, you're going to feel imp- probably impulses to move and to, and to distract and you'll feel those impulses to like, you know, grab for your Instagram and <laughs> any mo or, you know, any moments that where you would otherwise need the dopamine the, hit. Dopamine exactly. Hit to, exactly. Yeah. But so like this time, I think on an individual level, when we face our own mortality, we get real, we get, we, we ask ourselves like the tough questions. Like, what do I, what's important to me? If I have a finite amount of time on this planet and like tomorrow's not guaranteed, you know, the next hour is not guaranteed. It's like where we started. Like, why the fuck not? Why the fuck not make a little like a wood board with spray paint and open a yoga studio with no money? And like, why not? Because I want to. And so I think people are doing more of that now because, again, like I said earlier, there's nothing... well, there is a lot to lose, but there is a little bit of freedom that I think that comes with when you do face a lot of loss. So if if you're confronting that already, right, if you're confronting loss and it's a very real thing, right? 
I'm it's like you. it's like it's like you know in buddhism when you're constantly sitting with your own um like like death you're sitting with death a lot so that you can live your life more fully right if so that you can connect with the impermanence of life and the 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 fact that nothing is guaranteed so on the flip side if we're like planning everything and 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 wanting everything to work out in such a way then we may we might not do the things that feel you know true to us we might uh, rationalize it like talk ourselves out of it so when we're in that raw space of like okay it could all dissolve out of my hands tomorrow you can kind of just show up and be like Mm, I actually don't have any control anyway. No amount of work. There's no amount of working myself out of this global pandemic situation. Yeah. Like I said, all the tools that I've ever known, all the parts of my ego have been completely annihilated. (laughs) Cause I just been like, Oh, Nope. That's not working either. So, May as well. You're right. And I think I kept, I, this quote kept on coming back where it's like, you're most secure when you become comfortable with insecurity or something. Yeah. It's everybody's trying to have everything, all their I's dotted and their T's crossed. And I think once you realize, hey, like somebody could just come along and pour ink all over your paper where you were dotting the I's mm-hmm. and crossing your T's, that you, you do like loosen and, um, you know, you become the palm tree and not mm-hmm. the oak yeah. tree. Am I right? Oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and that's not to say, don't get me wrong, there's still moments where I am like grasping for strategy, you know, planning and like, you know, and I can feel it. I can feel now in my body when I go into that mode. And part of that is necessary, especially if you're trying to run a business because you do have to. You have to come up with a plan, then you have to go for it, and then and then and then you have to like let it go, and then to come up with a new plan, and you're just you're just rinse repeat again and again. Um, but, yeah. but like you said earlier in the show here, you're like your capacity grows mm. a little bit, doesn't it? You said yeah, for thank you for reminding me. Of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I think you brought fun. a ton of wisdom to the show. <laughs> And please take online classes with Moto Yoga LA. Emily's fantastic. And your teachers really are tops. Like, I'm not just saying that. They're great, too. They are amazing. Yeah. They're super good. And so. we are, yeah, we have a really fun, um, we have a really fun, fun schedule. And uh, we also have pop-ups that we do at both the East Studio and La Brea and um, Outdoor outdoor classes in person we'll put that in the show notes and um yeah thank you for gracing us with your presence thank Thank you you. (laughs) tune in next time guys thank you so much again for tuning in to today's episode it really means the world to me if you heard anything relatable that created new awareness for you please visit our podcast on itunes and leave a rating or review this helps build our audience please comment like and share this episode out with your family friends coworkers, or anyone who you feel would benefit from the messages shared in today's episode i'm really really grateful for your help in spreading these messages of hope and wisdom 
The world is in such great need right now and your support helps carry the message onward to others who need it. Also, please consider becoming a monthly financial contributor to the podcast. You can do so by visiting connectionismagic.com and clicking on the Patreon link. Patreon is a third-party platform which helps support creators in exchange for exclusive content and offers. You'll be able to get discounted merchandise like comfy hoodies, t-shirts, as well as retreat discounts where we'll have special guest speakers and group activities to connect you with like-minded community members. Again, thank you so much for tuning in, and until next time, please stay connected.